Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Thank you for being here as we begin a brand new week together. Make plans today to join us at one of our upcoming events. Our first event of the new year is February 16th and 17th in Tampa Bay, Florida. And then, Lord willing, Tri-Cities, Tennessee will be next up March 8th and 9th. Is America in Bible Prophecy? Find out from Donald Perkins. The latest details on the march toward a one-world system will be revealed, biblical mysteries will be uncovered, and you'll learn how to have true spiritual victory in the invisible war on the saints. Biblical artifacts from Israel will be on display with an archaeologist ready to answer your questions. Friday and Saturday, February 16th and 17th at Hicks Road Baptist Church. Call 1-800-652-1144 for more information or visit the events page at swrc.com. Tickets for this special event are free, but seating is limited. Don't be left behind. Register today. 1-800-652-1144. Defending our faith and being able to give an answer for our hope is an important part of being a Christian. Southwest Radio Ministries wants to ensure every believer is equipped and able to respond when challenged about their beliefs. Today, we have an exciting announcement that will equip you to defend your faith. We have told you about some new ministry opportunities and avenues coming through SWRC, and today we're excited to announce the launch of a new avenue of ministry for SWRC, and that is an apologetics ministry, and it's called Affirm. The director of this new ministry is Clayton Van Hus. Clayton, thank you for joining us on the program today. Well, thank you, Josh. It's great to be here with you and Dr. Spargimino today. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. And and we welcome Pastor Larry Spargimino, the host of Watchmen on the Wall, to today's program as well. Yes, I'm excited about Affirm Apologetics. I think this is going to be a great success. Me too, Pastor Larry. And Clayton, why don't you begin by just describing Apologetics. What is apologetics? Sure. Um, Apologetics comes from a Greek word, apologia, and that means a defense of one's opinions, position, or actions. Now, that's according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. From the Christian sense, what we're talking about is making a case. Probably the base verse for Christian apologetics that we find is 1 Peter 3.15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And when he says to give an answer, it's to give an uh, apologia. That word appears one other time in Scripture. That's in Romans one twenty. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And this is talking about people who, who are not, who deny the existence of God even. This, where it says, so they are without excuse, that word excuse is translated from the Greek apologia. They do not have a case. So apologetics is having a case file. It is having uh, an answer. It's having, you think of someone in a, you know, we, we all watch movies where people are doing court cases and they've got those manila envelopes with all their evidence in them and all that sort of thing. So we've got to have something like that for ourselves. It's a case file. And Pastor Larry, why do you think that apologetics are so important, especially in this day and age in which we live? 
Well, you know, gentlemen, Acts chapter 2 has been used as a perfect model for evangelism, but it is not. Peter was preaching to Jews. They believed in the God of the Old Testament. They believed in biblical revelation and its necessity. They believed in sin and divine judgment. Their worldview was very much like our Christian worldview. But today, the average person in America, just about anywhere, does not have a biblical worldview. The average American's worldview has been shaped by our woke culture and public school education, all very bad. We are a nation of confused, brainwashed, intellectually helpless people. The apologist today has to break through a lot of barriers that Peter and others in the New Testament did not have to deal with. Like I say, apologetics has always been important, but I think especially today in our insane, illogical, irrational culture. And we see it every day in the news. It's coming from Washington. It's coming from local governments. We need to listen to Clayton. He's got a lot of great ideas, and I really want to build him up. I think he's a great guy, and he's, he's on the right track. And Clayton, let me just ask you the same question. Why, sure. why do you think that apologetics are so important? Sure. And as, as Dr. Spargimino said, you know, uh, dealing with today's world, with just what's going on, the world is in a state of confusion, but apologetics are not just for the world. They're also for the believer. The church today is in a state of confusion. And so the enemy has launched a war against us. And um, using a lot of God's own creation, God's own things, things that belong to God, are being weaponized and used against the believer. And so we need to launch that counteroffensive. We need to stand up and say, no, this is, this is the way that, that things are. And so Christians wonder, is the Bible reliable? I think that a sound logical argument is a step towards being able to present the gospel to the unbeliever. Of course, it's, it's the Holy Spirit who will do the conviction, but we are to give an answer, we're to have one, and the questions today are very difficult. I mean, you can look back, Jude, the brother of Jesus, urged the believer to earnestly contend for the faith. He said, I want to write to you about all the great things in our faith in the book of Jude. He says, but instead I need to talk to you about contending for the faith. Yes, and that's so very important. Uh, What is the goal for apologetics, Clayton, to the unbeliever and to the believer? Sure. Uh, The goal is to bring the unbeliever to the cross of Christ. Always. That's the goal. It's not Mm -hmm. to win an argument. It's not to show that we're smarter than they are or anything like that, because we're not. The goal is to plant the seed, to bring the unbeliever to the cross of Christ, and to equip the saint with the necessary tools to engage in the arena of ideas. I agree with you. It's not about winning an argument. It's about winning souls, winning people to the Lord. And I think that's tied in with 1 Peter 3.15 as we give this response with meekness and fear, with gentleness, with respect to the other person. We're not looking to browbeat someone. We're not looking to bash them over the head. We're looking to lead them to the cross of Christ, as you so well said. Now, some people say, well, I don't need all this. I don't need to study apologetics. How would you respond to somebody who says that, Clayton? Well, first of all, we've got to look back at 1 Peter 3.15. We are told to have a case ready. That's just a command. Uh, if, but if you, if you don't have a basis for your beliefs, you think about the foolish man who built his house on the sand. Jesus talked about him. What uh, background, what basis, what foundation 
do you have for your beliefs if if you don't you know if you don't understand them if we go along as immature christians we we have a problem uh where we don't know know how to answer um if we don't have confidence in our position if someone asks us a hard question where we don't have an answer the tendency of a human being is to try to bully try to fight mm. try to beat down the person who's asking the question and as believers that is not our place um you're going to hear it in arguments when people start yelling or they start name calling they start bullying they get louder because they don't have an argument and i've seen it amongst believers i've i've sat i i attended a secular university and i would listen to people talk um you know sitting around lunch tables or whatever and and um arguing creation versus evolution that sort of thing and when one person got to the point where they didn't know where to go in their argument they would start bullying the other person whether it was the believer or the skeptic mm. pastor larry i think brings up go ahead Yes, I, I, as I was listening to Clayton, I was thinking, you know, we um, evangelicals, and I, I don't mean me, you, and Southwest Radio Church, but we have, I think today, you know, we talk about faith. We think that faith is some kind of a blind leap in the dark. We just hope, you know, our, our faith is a hope-so faith. But, you know, when I look at the New Testament, when I look, for example, at Acts chapter 17, we're told that when uh, Paul and others had passed through Amphipolis and Apollodia, they came to Thessalonica, and there was a synagogue that was there. Now, what did they do? Just have faith. Oh, you've just got to feel it in your gut. No, verse 2 says, Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them and did for three Sabbaths, reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and so on. So what I'm saying is we've got to get out of that idea that if people, you know, if you're going to have some thought, some logic, if you have to explain, if you have to teach, well, that's not faith. It is faith because faith has a solid basis. And I think one of the important functions of, of apologetics is to provide that basis. Now, I love Clayton because of his work in archaeology. There are the material remains that we can take pictures of, that we can look at, that we can put the pictures in a book. We can show other people and say, look at this. Look what this proves. We've got to get away from the idea that, well, if you're not a Christian, you're logical. If you are a Christian, you're basically stupid. And that's, that's how Christians, how the world looks at us. That's not at all true. That's not biblical. That's wrong. And that's self-defeating. Amen, Pastor Larry. And one of my teachers used to say, God never bypasses the head on the way to the heart. Amen. And I love that Amen. quote. Amen. <laughs> he, he, we have a reasonable faith. We aren't taking, a, as you said, a blind leap of faith into the ethereal realm of some unknown being, but our confidence and hope is in a firm reality. And that's why this ministry is called Affirm. It is affirming our faith. Friends, if you're just joining us, we are launching a brand new branch of SWRC today, officially launching it. It is called Affirm apologetics and we are visiting with the director of this new branch clayton van huss and of course our watchman on the wall radio host pastor larry spargimino you can get in touch with our ministry by calling 1-800-652-1144 that's 1-800-652-1144 or visit us online at swrc.com we'll be speaking more about the specifics of a firm and how you can get in touch with the Affirm Ministry, but 
Let's continue talking about this field of apologetics. Clayton, how did you get interested in these kinds of things to begin with? Well, uh, so, so I've always been fascinated by, well, many different things in life. It's interesting, God has given me interests in everything from art to philosophy to science and history, religion, all of these different things. Um, and these are all areas of apologetics, by the way. I, I don't think there's a human experience that is not. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has given me this interest. And so in, the, in these interests, you find arguments. People um, will, will bring up arguments. The skeptic will bring up arguments um, against the existence of God or um, whatever, using intellectual arguments. And as Christians, we, we see the same nature, we see the same um, uh, art, we see the same history, uh, we understand the same philosophies. Uh, now, of course, there are worldly philosophies that are just wrong, uh, just evil, uh, but we see these things, and we, we hear people argue against God or for God from these different arenas. And I've always enjoyed uh, biblical scholars who can uh, get into the things that are in the heart of man. I think of uh, I think of Francis Schaeffer, um, who was who would who put out all sorts of documentary videos and books on art, on the Renaissance, on um, you know the Reformation, and just the 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 ways that man expresses his uh, views towards creation and towards the Creator. And so this is, these are the things that brought me into, if someone asks a hard question, what's the answer to that? As a Christian, mm-hmm. I'm not just supposed to sit back and go, well, I just have faith. Now, I do have yes. faith, but that's not the answer. That's not the answer you give. I mean, yes, right. it's the answer, but it's not the answer you give someone. And um, we are told, again, have that case, have that um, apology ready. And by apology, we're not saying, I'm sorry, we're, we're making a defense of certainly, something. Certainly. And you have a lot of experience in the field of archaeology. <laughs> yes. And how does that come into play, especially in light of apologetics? Sure. And um, archaeology, we talk about history and religion. Um, we, we talk about uh, science. And archaeology involves all of these things. also involves art. It involves interpretation of data. And so archaeology, of course, is my field of study, and a firm will uh, spend a lot of time in that area because I think it's an excellent area of apologetics mm-hmm. because not only is our, our faith in God under attack, but the veracity of Scripture is under attack. And people say, well, these things never happened. Well, the Exodus never happened, or the conquest never happened. There was never anyone named Jesus. On, I mean, you know, Jesus in the Bible didn't exist. Right. Um, of course, we have plenty of historical evidence, archaeological evidence, epigraphical evidence of these things and of Jesus. There's, there's more evidence of Jesus having existed than some of the, the famous world leaders of the past that we just, you know, we just hold as gospel. They're, they're real. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but so apologetics through archaeology is, is, is a very good one because we're able to look at the historical case for the Bible. And if the Bible is correct and accurate historically, then maybe we should take a look at the claims that it makes spiritually and supernaturally. Mm-hmm. So there's many, many fields of study that 
feed into Christian apologetics, whether it be creationism versus evolution, as you were alluding to, the, all the sciences, the art, philosophy, law, history, it, it's all encompassing. Pastor Larry, this really speaks to worldview issues, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, it really does. So, something happened in 1961 that when I look back at it uh, in history, it reminds me of what we're really dealing with. Now, you know, a worldview is like wearing colored glasses. If you're wearing red-colored glasses, the world looks red to you. If you're wearing green-colored glasses, the world looks green to you. The person wearing red-colored glasses will always disagree with the person wearing green-colored glasses unless we can get people to understand, hey, that's right. I'm looking at the world through my own presuppositional frame of reference. Now, for example, if a Christian astronaut went up into space, he was in a spaceship, and he looked at the heavens, the Christian would say, you know, because of his worldview, the heavens declare the glory of God. It is so clear to the Christian astronaut that God is the creator. On the other hand, and this gets me back to 1961, when the Russian cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin the man who is credited with the first human in space, he supposedly said, I don't see God up here. Let's face it, that doesn't mean God does not exist. It simply means that Uri Gagarin has a completely different worldview than a Christian astronaut. So we've got to show people you're going to be understanding Christianity from your own presuppositions. And your own presuppositions may be illogical, they may be wrong, and most likely you don't even realize that you have them. You know, I found when you speak to somebody about worldview, they say, huh? Well, everybody has a worldview. Some guy that only has a sixth grade education has a worldview. An atheist with a PhD in physics also has a worldview. So I think we need to, to get people to examine their presuppositions. And that's what I like so much about Dr. Cornelius Van Til. He was one who said, we need to understand where they're coming from. And I know I was saved in a, a Chinese church in New York City. And one of the things that the pastor always said, you have to read and understand what the other person is saying. I know a lot of Christians say, well, I don't read that because that's not scriptural. I think we need to read everything. And I think like, like Clayton, we need to be able to analyze, to think, and see the implications of these things and to understand that's why people think the way they do. Yeah, absolutely. And people, as you were saying, worldview is so important. All people are biased. Most yes. people will go into an argument and they will not think of themselves as biased people. But uh, so, so with Affirm, we have certain goals that mm -hmm. we want to reach in, in this area. So we have kind of a threefold mission, a threefold attack, if you will. Uh, number one, we want to illuminate. What are we illuminating? We're illuminating Scripture by understanding them in their original context. Uh, we need to be confident in what they say. So we want to illuminate for the believer. We want to educate the believer. We want to teach how to properly read the Bible, how to understand the contents, as they are presented by the original authors, and of course, divine author, to understand how to look at Scripture, because we, we cherry-pick, we take things out of context, we proof text with you know, a verse here, a verse there, mm -hmm. and we can prove anything doing that, that's easy. Yes. But to actually look at it in context, 
to actually pull it out the way that it was written and the audience to whom it was written. It's often said that the Bible was not written to us. It was written for us, but it was written to someone else in a certain time and a certain place. Mm. They understood. So we can do that with study. But the third part of affirm is to defend, to assist believers in preparing their apology, how to present it to both skeptics and other believers. Now, I want to say just something about our logo. Mm-hmm. If people look at our logo, they'll see this thing. It's, a, it's an animal, like a lion's body, a man's head, and the wings of an eagle. And you say, oh, it's a sphinx or whatever. And it is. It's an ancient Near Eastern depiction. It's actually an Israelite depiction of a cherub. Mm-hmm. And what was the point of the cherubim? You know, they, they, um, they are defenders. They, are, um, they represent the presence of God, and they, they, they represent the sacred space. They defend. So that's why we chose that for our logo, the idea of the cherub, um, because as, as believers, that's what we are to do. We are to, to understand, we're to teach, and we are to defend. Yes, yes. And so while you're talking about the logo and things, I think it'd be helpful to tell people, how can they connect with Affirm? Sure. Uh, you'll be able to find us through Southwest website, but we also have our own, um, affirmapologetics.com. Uh, you can go there. And you can find us, affirmapologetics.com. And if you're not sure how to spell that, just just go to uh, swrc.com, and yes. you should be able to link to us from there yeah. as well. What social media channels do you have right now? So right now we have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, and it is Affirm Apologetics. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook. Uh, just look for that cherub. That's our... <laughs> That's our logo. Yes. You'll see it. Yeah. Um, and so we, we put things out, try to keep them going um, at a regular rate. Yeah, and that's wonderful. So, friends, we invite you to connect with that. If you're just joining us, we are launching a brand new branch of SWRC. It's the Affirm Apologetics branch. And Clayton's going to tell us some of the wonderful content that we have coming up soon. And uh, Clayton Van Hus is the director for this new branch. And we're also joined by Pastor Larry Spargimino. Pastor Larry, what other thoughts do you have? I'm really glad that we are moving in this direction. I think uh, Affirm is a great idea. And the more I get around uh, in our, our country, and I've been around a lot, the more I see that there are so many things within the Christian church today that are, to put it plainly, flat wrong. And, and I think we are in the last days and at the very end of the last days. And one of the things that we must do is be solidly grounded in the Word of God. So many people have so many great ideas, but they're not biblical. And if we really believe the Bible as we say we do, not only our theology, but our method of evangelism, our apologetics, all of these things have to be biblically based. Now, one thing that I do want to stress, and I think one of the reasons why apologetics is not too popular with many Christians is this is the reason they don't want to study. Ooh, I don't want to study. You mean I have to study? Yes, you have to study. How do you think Clayton Van Hus gets all his information? He studies. He gets up early. He stays up late at night. He reads books. The same thing with me. So I think there's kind of like a visceral reaction, a knee-jerk reaction against study, against education. Oh, you go to that seminary. They teach Greek and Hebrew. They teach apologetics too. Oh, that's bad. No, we must get out of that rut. It's a terrible rut. And especially at the last days when the trumpet could sound at any moment, 
We want to be at our best to win souls to the kingdom of God before it's too late. Amen, Pastor Larry. I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, Jesus said, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And we love God with all of our mind by thinking these deep thoughts and contemplating the reality that he has constructed for us. And I think apologetics relates to evangelism in a a very specific way. Some people used to refer to apologetics as pre-evangelism or clearing the path for people so that they could hear the gospel. I understand what they mean by that, but I still feel like that's the wrong view of apologetics and of evangelism. It's like evangelism is just when you tell somebody, Jesus died for you on the cross and he rose again. And now you can receive him as Savior. I think as Christians, we have this very narrow view of what sharing our faith looks like or what evangelism looks like. But apologetics is tied in with this. We are helping people draw nearer to the cross of Christ and helping them to understand the reasons why we believe what we believe. Clayton, in the couple minutes that we have remaining, how does a firm want to achieve these lofty goals? Sure. Well, I'll, I'll refer us back to what Dr. Spargimino just said about studying. I remember that Paul wrote to young Pastor Timothy and said, Study to show yourself approved mm-hmm. unto God, a workman that needs not be ashamed. You know, rightly dividing the word of truth. So being not ashamed. So what we're doing is we are providing resources. We have original resources. And we have resources from others because we have a great field of work out there. A lot of Christian scholars, a lot of Christian um, apologists, people who are studying, who are putting things in. So we'll be sharing things like books and videos and articles from these different people. But ourselves, we will be producing books, uh, videos. We will be going to events, our uh, Prophecy in the News events and speaking. Um, We're going to be talking um, on radio, television. Um, in articles, but we also have a special podcast coming, Biblically Grounded mm-hmm. uh, is what it's called. And this podcast is apologetics, but it's it's mainly through archaeology since that's my, my field and mm-hmm. that's what I um, study. And so we'll be having experts on different biblical archaeologists, but we'll also be having different apologists who are not archaeologists per se. But uh, we, we do. We want to look because there's so much misinformation out there. Um, In fact, one of my big topics is what I call unicorn Bible archaeology. Um, I did Mm -hmm. steal the the, the word unicorn from a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. He said I could. But we do. We have this unicorn archaeology where we don't study. We look at these things online. We see something online. We believe it. And it's we live in an, an age of disinformation. So we will be putting out grounded, studied, reviewed information for the believer. Well, friends, we encourage you to check out AffirmApologetics.com or connect with Affirm Apologetics on Facebook. Clayton, thank you for joining me. Pastor Larry, thank you for joining us as well. Thank you. Amen. Illuminate. Educate. Defend. AffirmApologetics.com to learn more about this brand new effort from Southwest Radio Ministries. AffirmApologetics.com. Visit the website and learn more about this special endeavor. AffirmApologetics.com Tomorrow on the program, Donald Perkins looks at where America is in Bible prophecy. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app, by visiting oneplace.com, 
or by simply subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.